Today, This American Dice presents another exciting adventure from KondoCon 2022. This time, Lady Blackbird. Join the crew of the Owl as they attempt to get Lady Blackbird to meet up with her love and escape imperial machinations and a lot of people with accents. So, join us on This American Dice as we present Lady Blackbird, live from KondoCon 2022 in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Lady Blackbird is on the run from an arranged marriage to Count Carlo. She hired a smuggler skyship, the Owl, to take her from her palace on the Imperial world of Elysium to the far reaches of the Remnants, so she could be with her once secret lover, the Pirate King, Uriah Flint. However, just before reaching the halfway point of Haven, the Owl was pursued and captured by the Imperial cruiser, Hand of Sorrow, a ship that definitely is not on the bad guy side, based on its name. <laughs> under charges of flying a false flag. That was like always the, um, in Star Wars, all the death, the Star Destroyers are called Star Destroyers, and their name was always like, Planet Fucker. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> or like, 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 no. It must be an extended It's called like, like, like Widow's Blood or yeah. crazy stuff like that, where it's like, are we the baddies? <laughs> Even now, Lady Blackbird, her bodyguard, and the crew of the Owl are detained in the brig while the commander of the cruiser, Captain Hollis, runs the smuggler ship's registry over the wireless. It's only a matter of time before they discover the outstanding warrants and learn that the Owl is owned by none other than the infamous outcast, Cyrus Vance. How will Lady Blackbird and the others escape the Hand of Sorrow? What dangers lie in their path? Will they be able to find the secret lair of the Pirate King? If they do, will Uriah Flint accept Lady Blackbird as his bride? By the time they get there, will she want him to? All right, so Lady Blackbird is, I think the way you put it was like Firefly, but steampunk. steampunk. And so it's like, and also I'm like, familiar with that and, I, and I think also, <laughs> right there, at, at times it has kind of a vibe to it almost of some of the uh, Miyazaki movies where it's like sky pirate type things. So like we're not in outer space. We're in kind of this like weird world where like you can just go outside of the ship and just Presumably, there's gravity where things just fall down into nothingness. Um, but that, that's where the krakens will get you. Yeah, and so there's you can breathe as well, right? Like, like yeah, like you can just go outside. Um, there's other species other than humans. So Snargle is a goblin. Um, Damn straight. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think Snargle is the only one specifically not human. But if other people were like, I'm a this thing. Just go with it. Um, if, like, other things that we're encountering are, like, I'm a troll. Go go for it. I'm going to try to ask you guys a bunch of questions as we go. So for, ah, here we are. So One question first. Go um, for it. So we were on the Owl, and mm -hmm. then we got waylaid, and now we're, now, now we're on board the Imperial Cruiser. Yes, right? and here is, in fact, a... A, oh. uh, a size comparison. Oh, wow. So it's the, the Owl, okay. which is kind of a, a ship that I think has a crew of three and can carry four additional passengers. And then it's like a big battleship cruiser has like, you guys are on board it. And Our being, whole ship is like sort of like, yeah, like a ship sucked like up into the... Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah, yep, yeah, that yeah, is so exactly what's already gone on. So All like right. we're starting out where Got we it. are, the PCs are in the custody of the Imperial forces... And it's only a matter of time before they discover that the owl, which is flying under the false flag of something, is really the owl, and possibly discover who Lady Blackbird is, yeah. 
and then there's even more trouble afoot. Wait, the owl was flying under a false flag? Yes. So, My ship was. Yes. So presumably you were like, we're not the owl, we're the... Okay. Whatever you say got you were. It, and then, okay. then they're like, wait a minute, we think this is bullshit. So now they're checking, was this indeed got bullshit? Got it, got it. And that's why they kind of commandeered us mm -hmm. or, or what have you. Okay. So, so theoretically, they do not know you're Cyrus Vance and you're Lady Blackbird. They don't necessarily know. Also, additionally, with the exception of Naomi? Naomi? How do you pronounce it? Naomi. With the exception of Naomi, the other folks don't necessarily know your Lady Blackbird. Oh, they, they Th don't. That's up to you. I'm wondering what's going on here because <laughs> I'm just mad who's going with her sister to a farming community <laughs> on planet uh, Ceres. Okay. So I, I, hopefully you haven't tied us up into something strange, Captain. So not some sort of wanted man. Well, let's actually begin. We see a, if this was a t TV show or a movie, we'd see like a... a shot of the, the great blue, this weird world that we live in where there's like floating rocks and that kind of stuff, which is like kind of the Miyazaki element to it. And then we kind of get towards this big scary battleship as we maybe see uh, the, the owl being pulled into the bay, is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. Um, <coughs> and um, everything doesn't look very like clean Star Trek space. Um, it also doesn't look kind of like grungy Star Wars space, but instead, like, there's cogs and gears on a bunch of things as they're, like, moving around. There's maybe, like, a grapple arm thing that grabs the ship and slowly pulls it in. Um, and then eventually we kind of get to the exacerbated... Am I using that word correctly? Like, oh, I'm so tired of this shit. Yeah. Sure. Like, sure. Exasperated is, like... Frustrated. Yes. Oh, sarsaparilla. 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 Yeah, yeah, so you guys are That's all... when you drink with a huff. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, we see the, the, the PCs, and I think you guys are in essentially like a holding cell. I'm imagining this cell that you're in is very kind of cartoony where there's bars on like three of the four walls kind of a deal. Um, there's maybe a couple of guards in here like watching over you. Um... But we see um, it's lit by like kind of electrical lights, like those Edison style like light bulbs in here. Every now and again, you'll hear over like a horn, but it's literally like a, someone yelling into a tube, so like a trumpet kind of a thing of like. <laughs> so you'll hear like that kind of stuff, and uh, again we kind of go around to our characters to see who the hell is stuck in the cell. I can start, yeah. Uh, go for it. Could so you also say your name as a player, so later on I can credit you more sure. easily. I am Jared, uh, as a player, I'm playing Lady Blackbird, and uh, right now Lady Blackbird, Natasha Siri, is going by the name Nat, um, and she's dressed up as a, uh, a farmer, a commoner, um, but it's kind of like what a extremely wealthy and privileged person's uh, idea of what a commoner would look like. Um, so like she like does have the, the style of someone who would live on a farm, but like her fingers are like fingernails are perfectly manicured. Um, she has like impeccable like makeup. Um, her hair is pulled back, and there's not a strand out of place. Um, she looks extremely posh and probably has some, like a, a cravat or something like here, you know. But she thinks she's passing off really well. Nice. And does uh, do I know that you're who you are? You probably suspect she's not a commoner. Okay, but, but I don't know your Lady Blackbird. No, oh, okay, she completely it. lied about that. Got it, got it. Okay. So I'm imagining more like uh, Marianne from Gilligan. Yes. Like, like she's like, oh, I'm just a regular girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I'm Naomi. I'm the bodyguard of Lady Blackbird, which is Nat, my sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and we're posing as sisters going to the farm well, to visit our parents or something like that. Um, I'm a former pit fighter, so I have scars. I mean, like I I have a scar that you know cuts through my 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 eye frame area, goes across my cheek towards my mouth. I look rugged, like I've been there a time or two. And contrary to my sister, in quotations, um, that she, it, I look completely out of place. Like a barbarian wearing a robe thinking that they're a monk type look. Um, I, I, I look like I may have had, you know, weapons on me at one time, and I just threw something over me and figured that's a good enough disguise. But I look like a fighter. I don't look like what I'm trying to pose at. It's like very shady. Uh, my name is Holly. Yeah, that's about it. Okay, okay. Um, I have a question before I do my introduction. Um, so, um, my character believes that currently he is just, this is just a regular crew. It's just like, get a crew, keep flying kind of you've thing. Got, you've got your crew, yeah. which is Snargle and just, Kale. Okay. Um, and then your two passengers are Nat. Yep. And Naomi. Yep. Okay, so they've paid for passage. Yeah. Theoretically. For, for farmers, oh, they dropped a lot of money. It was like, oh, wow, does a farmer get this much? You're like, oh, we saved up a lot. Yeah. We have, I know you're sure. a Firefly fan, so it's yeah, kind of yeah. like the, the brother and the sister from the movie. Okay. The that that's we're a good there. analogy. You don't know our past. Oh. You don't know yeah. what we're doing. You just know we got to go from point A to point B. Yeah. And our, our mission is to go to the Pirate King Uriah Flint, so that's, mm-hmm. that's a crazy mission, too. All right, so, yeah, so I don't know anything about the whole Lady Blackbird story. All I know, right, all I know is that I'm, I'm supposed to be going to... We probably preview coordinates for, like, a moon near, near like, a planet, and we're like, well, it's serious, it's a, it's a farming community, and you're like, okay, fuck, it is, I've been there. Like, it's a scum hive, it's a hive of scum and villainy. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and you're like, no, 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 it's a farming community, and you're like, all right, whatever, lady, you're paying me. <laughs> okay, you know? yeah, that makes okay, sense. got it, that makes sense. All right, all right. And we're okay. obviously, I mean, we're under a disguise. The ship is under a different name, so obviously we have our own troubles as well. So Right. Okay, so we're, we're, we're hiding for wells. some unrelated <laughs> yeah. reason. Okay. All right, so, uh, yes, uh, you know, uh, welcome to my ship, the Sparrow. Um, uh, I'm Ebenezer Fogg, captain of the Sparrow. <laughs> and, um, and so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, as you can see, I'm dressed as a, you know, a typical sky captain of the time. You know, the... the uh, Duster and goggles and top hat and that sort of thing. Um, Love it. <laughs> so you know, just enough ruffles, but you know, the, you know, the dirt, ruffles have dirt on them. You know, so. So Captain Vance is going as Cyrus Fogg. Uh, Ebenezer Fogg. Ebenezer Fogg. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know. Okay. And yeah. Brad. Yeah, yeah. Brad is the real name. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then I think. Uh, so Kale, my name's David, by the way, but Kale, um, Arkham is, I think, just wearing overalls. He's the mechanic. He's, co- like, just completely greasy. There's, like, just, like, a disgusting little child, basically. I think he's, like, a, a teenager. He's got, like, unkempt hair. It's, um, and he's got, like, a black eye. Why? Who, who did that? <laughs> but, um... I think the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know my own size. Then, Sorry. Then, <laughs> I think he's introduced himself to the two new people as um, Kale, but then he's like, oh, I mean John. Every time he says, Kale, but I mean John. So I think he's, and he winks at the so, captain so each time. your name is John, but Kale. 
No, my, my name is Kale. I mean John. John. Okay. And he winks at the captain like he's Kale, he's maybe. trying to get this incognito thing, but he doesn't exactly get it yet. Do your parents not like you, Kale? But John. My parents is dead, <laughs> Captain. I, Ebenezer is the one who saved me. Captain Fogg. Yes, Captain. That's true. Or just Captain. Or Captain. Captain. <laughs> like the good, like the good Admiral Crunch. He yes. got promoted. Yes, uh, I'm Brett. I'm be playing Snargle, the pilot. He's uh, he says, "Why are you, little guy?" And uh, he'll be, he'll get you where you're going. Don't worry about that. So I'm gonna ask a quick question about everybody, probably, and go through this. I'm gonna start with Snargle and work backwards. So Snargle. You are a goblin, and goblins, it also says, are shapeshifters? Yeah, we can do that. You gonna make a thing about it? <laughs> so in his in his most kind of relaxed state... Oh, we uh, don't have one of those. Okay. <laughs> okay, then I'll, then I'll ask another question. <laughs> are goblins, like, a, a common thing for, for uh, human folk to encounter, or is it, like, or are you likely the only one that these this, this farmer has ever seen? No, we're, we're, there's a few of us around here and there, but, uh, we, we, we try to keep our heads down, see, because people don't like us because we're better than them. <laughs> In, like, every possible way. Okay. And, and they resent us. Gotcha. Yeah. So, locally, it's very easy for them to keep their heads down. <laughs> see, see, always putting us down by the man. He's the man. He's putting me down. Make him stop. <laughs> stop I'm paying you your paycheck is what I'll do. Pay? I haven't seen a paycheck in three months. Three. Count them. One. Something three. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> All right. So Kale, you said, is like a little kid. But Kale, it says, also is a petty sorcerer. So, and I know we'll talk more about sorcery in a little bit probably. But... Um, how did Kale learn or discover or whatever their sorceress abilities or knowledge? Oh, when he was escaping, like he he got a on one of these planets, he got you know picked up just doing uh, magic spray paint, doing his Kale tags. So he was like in like uh uh like Cogsworth's juvenile hall. I'll yeah. teach you kids some proper respect for the law. And then you escaped? Yeah, he, he just disappeared and was able to go on the other side. Oh, where'd he go? <laughs> Snuggle has a question. <laughs> Snuggle? <laughs> this is the, this is the it, like the behind the scenes where like, <laughs> but behind the music, the outtakes. weren't so good. <laughs> so, are you a petty comma sorcerer? Or a petty sorcerer? I.e., is really your petty. magic like, petty? You suck. Or is your attitude petty? Well, it's, I mean, a little bit of both. So you're indecisive, is what you're saying. I, I well, don't know if I'd say that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Continue with your <laughs> thingy you're doing. All right. Um, Snuggle's okay with this. Uh, so, <laughs> so Captain Vance, your ship at the moment is flying under suspicion of false flags and based on the <laughs> Ebenezer Sparrow. Fog Sparrow thing. It sounds very much like false flags. Um... Whose false flags are you flying under, and why do you have to fly under those false flags? 
thought about that yet. Well, let me see. Um, Just throw this, uh, so as much I, spaghetti at the wall as you yes, want. Yes, <laughs> well, okay, great. So, um, um, eh, I don't know who the nations or f- what different flags there are in this world. Maybe you can help me with that or space Bermuda. make up anything there is a space Bermuda <laughs> <laughs> yeah. welcome to space Peru yeah but they there is a whole bunch of stuff but you can just make it up and just, okay. or even just tell okay. me like the people that are like this type thing okay okay um let me see and, and feel free to chime in ideas um so we are We've been falsely oh, accused that our ship was was um, under suspicion for for incorrect reasons. We were near the scene of a crime, um, and everyone that was in that area was was sort of fingered as suspects or accomplices, and uh, we know nothing about it. We just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, uh, Captain, just so you know, the people can't over the hyperwave. They can't hear the air quotes <laughs> every time you do suspected yes. and accident. So right. you might want to just clarify that. Continue. Stargle, Stargle yeah. just wanted to interrupt that. Oh, yes, that's, that's that's quite all right. Um, so yes. Um, So we are. Uh, uh, so is Earth a place, or um, I guess this is the map? Yeah, so we're in like a totally alien kind of okay, okay. world. Yeah, and so it's which is good for making things. <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah. list of like crazy noble houses down at the bottom over here. So if you want to just pull a random name of like Ashburn or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, noble houses. Okay, sure. Scrickleback. Uh, <laughs> Scrickleback <laughs> ribs. <laughs> Hey, that's offensive. I was going to say, <laughs> Scrickleback is a racial slur. We are uh, flying under the uh, flag of the House of Ash. Okay. Uh, and that's, of course, in the uh, at the ashes of the Nightport system. Ah, of course. The, ash, the ashes of Nightport. Oh, oh, you have the ashes. Oh, the nightfall ashes? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Any ashes. Yeah. Other than the ashes of nightfall. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Another canopy. Um, so, but I don't know. So, would I also have to figure out what flag we were flying under be- before we started No, that's, that's, that's fine. Okay. So, you're, you're flying under the, at the moment, the House of Ash. And that, of their flag, mm-hmm. um, and what was it again that you said you were accused uh, of? The, the reason why you're doing that, yeah, for sure. So there was a, a, other a, a than just of, like a bit of my business piracy going on, and and uh, a bit of ugly business went down uh, off of uh, out in the remnants. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, we, since you said piracy, yes. When they say that they're going to, um. The remnants. Have you? Do you have a connection at all to the pirate king, Uriah Flint? If that name is said, do you know it, and do you have an opinion of it? Um, and just not player, not character knowledge, but but player knowledge. I think uh, Lady Blackbird is is going because she's going to to get with him. Yes. Is that yeah. right? Uh, yeah. So, so sure. I imagine you're you've just been hired so to bring them to the remnants. 
Okay, and maybe she sought me out because she heard that I knew the captain, uh, knew the, the Pirate King and knew how to get there. And so, yeah, so I'll say that I have a, uh, uh, a friendship that goes back to uh, our teenage years. And we used to run together and he kind of ran off in the, you know, pirate direction of life. And, and I tried to stay legit, but it's been, you know, it's been challenging. Okay, cool. Holly, Naomi Bishop, right? Okay, so you're a pit fighter, and one of the former, former pit fighter, and one of the things that you have is like your, it's like a thing of freedom, right? I was looking over There's something in your like equipment that says like, oh, like manumission papers or something like that, or emancipation papers. Yeah, somewhere on there. Um, but so, tell me about how you got. Those, which kind of almost implies you were some kind of like slave or indentured servant yes. or something, and then also, how did you become in the employ of, or con- hooked up with, Lady Blackbird? Are you ready for a tearjerker story? Snuggle is never blow our minds. So, I was captured at a very young age, by the Empire, and they forced me into battle training, and I have a talent for it. I could hurt things, and they trained me up really darn well. And one day, I was in the pits, and Lady Blackbird and her family had come to witness the blood sport. And I had to say we're roughly probably about the same age. Sure, yeah. So, so she's sitting there watching. You're both and eighty-seven. <laughs> hey, look away for the race, are they? I have a freaking maneuver where I can break things with my hands, like I'm swinging a sledgehammer. Hey. It's scary. It literally says it. It's scary. (laughs) (laughs) So I I was fighting, and I don't want to fight anymore. I never did want to fight. So I'm beating the pulp out of the guy that I'm fighting, and literally tears are streaking down my face. And at the end is when Lady Blackbird and her family actually purchased me at her behest that I needed to get out, and I have been... She freed me right away. It wasn't like they were taking me to, you know, like, have me as a show horse or anything like that. She, she's like, you're free now. She tried to get me to go and, and, and was like, you could go wherever you want, and I'm right by herself forever. Cool. It's fun. Dope. <laughs> All right, and that bling, brings, blings. That blings us to our titular character, Lady Blackbird. <laughs> titular. So... <laughs> so, Snargo! <laughs> You've done it again! Um, yes, so there's a million interesting things about the character of Lady Blackbird. Um, the, the big thing is you want to go and meet with your, your love, your secret love, Uriah Flint, and you have said that you do not want, presumably, you don't want this marriage to Count Carlo. So, my two things are, why do you not want this marriage to Count Carlo? And, tell me about your relationship with the Pirate King Uriah Flint. Well, okay, let's see. Um, the, the crime that you, were, that you were... I'm trying to tie this into the other characters, possibly. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, so, um, with the captain, it was some sort of act of piracy... Um, could it have been like something 
really terrible where a uh, a moon was raided of like and then everyone was sold into slavery possibly okay sure i have discovered that count carlo working under the auspices of the empire um was behind this this uh, this attack on this innocent neutral territory and sold off these people but then claimed to have been, to have been pirates um and they just kind of applied the blame, put the blame on, on people like him. Mm -hmm. um, so I find him loathsome. I, I despise the entire slave economy that the Imperium is based on. Um, and I identify with the idea of people not having any kind of choice and being um, saddled with this system. Um, and I think that Uriah Flint can actually create real change challenge the empire's uh, hegemony on this region of space um, and build a new, a new society from a new foundation of proud free people so it's it's revolutionary fervor i identify with his his desire to overthrow the system have you met him before uh well it's, it's <laughs> i'm his lover i um let's do uh, let's do letters there's okay. letters it, it is a it is a uh a romance of uh letters going back and forth okay cool yeah, swiped on space Tinder. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> well, it's it's uh, it's steampunk Tinder, so it's yeah, like true. how many Good gears point. do I get? <laughs> space cog cogger. Well, that's like space grind. That's like oh, that's like grinder for uh for Perfect. yeah cogger. Um, <laughs> you realize half the people on there are like goblins, like catfishing, right? We call that goblin Yeah. Because they are, in quotations, better than us. Uh, yeah. There's, hey, whoever will gobble something, I'm down. The, um, oh, no. The, uh, That's our motto, too. Ooh. I'm going to be specious or nothing. All right. So, after we have our brief vignettes seeing kind of a little bit of the backstory of each of these, uh, each of these, I had to count again, five characters. Um, there are these guards that are... Are there are these guards like very like stoically attentive? Are they like playing cards at a table? Is one of them asleep? Are they drinking? Well, one's unlocking the door for us. One's unlocking the door. The other's kissing you. Yeah. Come here, I love you. How many guards are there? Um, I imagine there's at a minimum of two and up to a maximum of an army of them. Hold on, one of them opens a beer, so they're definitely drinking. I was gonna say, why not all of it? I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm just picturing like double breasted, like very Napoleonic. Napoleonic? That's the one. Mm -hmm. Like dress at least. I don't know how many we're going for though. Okay, so we've got rather than. We should like, have a fair number. I think because, I mean, Snaggle, Snaggle needs a challenge. So. Sure. Rather than like armor, we have kind of the uh, red. I'm just going to go with like red, almost uh, like Revolutionary War era British kind of like coats. And they're standing there with. Um, are they carrying spears, swords, muskets of some swords. kind? Definitely space swords. Space swords. So it's it's swords with um, space big cutlass. spaces. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a cutlass. And what's the steampunky element of this cutlass that they... The steam-powered cutlass? It's powered by steam. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I gotta stoke the engine here for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're gonna fight in a minute. <laughs> oh, maybe they're made of, like, brass? Like they're brass colored. I was almost. Oh, they fold out. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, that's I was good. Rather than a holster, of, um, they just clipped on the Zulu belt and they just sword in 
the new Star Trek where he like whips it out and it like kind of folds out on itself. That's yeah, we're saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so there's struggle the, gets what you're laying there's down. Like a, there's like a each of them has almost like a holster. Like they're standing there with their arms crossed, and each of them has what almost would seem like a holster that you'd have like a pistol, but instead it's just the handle of this cutlass. And then when you take it out, it goes like and unfolds into this, into a into a sword. That's cool. And uh, yeah, there's apparently enough of them where some of these guys are playing cards, and a couple of them are drinking, and a few guys are asleep, and a, a few others are mean mugging you guys. Like yeah, all right. Are they humans or something else? I'm sorry. Or are they different? But not lesser. <laughs> they're, they're duck people, like from the Mighty Ducks cartoon. <laughs> I mean, maybe they could all, they could, they could all be those big uh, goblin things from Star Wars. They're all Gamorreans? Yes. Oh, yeah, I was thinking the, uh, that like old D&D thing, like a... Uh... Where they're like hippo men, what are those called? Yes. The, the, the gif or the group yeah. from, uh, from a spe- spe- Spelljammer, I think. Spelljammer yeah. is what I was trying to think. Yeah. Hippo oh, people? Hippo people. Oh, like hippo or yeah. people or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to my mind, which is pretty similar to the company. Yeah. Okay. The, the steampunk stuff that I know of, I'm not big into it, but the stuff that I've seen has been on Doctor Who. And you have the, the girl in the fireplace episode where you have the... Never seen Doctor I've seen one episode. Snuggle has also not I'm seen done. this Doctor you know of. So, <laughs> it, They had, because it was actually kind of cool, they were robots, and they were all coggy, like steampunk robots, oh. that their ship was named um, Madame Pompadour. <laughs> I love that name. That's good. <laughs> Which is what's her bucket? Um, Henry the Sixth. Was her mistress, right? Yeah, his yeah. mistress. And their ship broke down, and they went back in time to her time to get her brain, pretty much, to rebuild their ship. So they deal with she deals with these, and they don't know because they broke the clock. So their ticking of their mechanism is rhythmic with the clocks. It's pretty much the only steampunk that I know. But they look. Human and they're dressed up as human, but they're robots underneath. So they're robots. They're steampunk robots. Okay. Could we have cyborg hippo men? Would that work? Like partly mechanical? They have like winding action where they have to be like. Well, maybe that's the question. Maybe we don't know. We don't know. I mean, they're they're robot parts. They're definitely because they they wore masks like like they used to do back in Victorian London, England, whatever it is. Where they would have those like little like a masquerade, like the a masquerade fancy dress masks ball. and stuff like that, and then they take it off and it's like woo! So eyes, okay. eyes wide shut, robot hippos. Mm-hmm. It's just uh... <laughs> so Tuesday. Okay. I haven't yeah. accommodated, no. but that's like the only steampunk that I know okay. of that well, yeah, would actually we'll, fit. We'll, into we'll, this we'll smush yeah, cool. that together where it's like um, it's these the guards are dressed in these kind of like. American Revolution red coat slash Napoleonic War era uniforms. They have these cutlasses, but they're also like bigger than most humans. Um, and some parts of their body seem to be um, like more mechanical. Mm-hmm. And as there's like, as you guys are in this cage, you hear the constant like clicking and ticking of clocks and gears and that mechanical movement sound. Like there's a hundred watches in the room pressed up to your ears um 
and also like like they seem like they were not either they are not humans and they were augmented with some kind of mechanical stuff or they are mechanical beings modeled not on humans and maybe like they're uh, covered up in such a way so Stargirl feels good about this because if they were modeled on goblins we'd be in trouble since it's only humans this is no problem so we see a door open and two more of these guards come in and these guards look real real serious and a man, uh, they part, and a man comes, and he's wearing the most frills and military frou-for-all that you've ever possibly seen. And he's wearing the Napoleonic, like, style hat, and he's got medals that, to the point where, like, they kind of dangle off of the uniform. And, and he's like, he introduces himself, Hello, I am Captain Hollis of the Hand of Sorrow. Now, if you'll kindly tell me... Who you really are. We can make quick work of this, and we don't have to waste any more of my time. And the punishment stalled out while stern and firm shall be swift and merciful. All right, I give up. I. Excellent. A smart one. <laughs> I am the king of all Snarglandia. What? And I'm here in disguise as a test of your security. You have mostly passed, except for him. You know the one I'm talking about right there. <laughs> the rest of you? Are you point, is he pointing to a guard or to Captain Vance? Hard to tell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, if we can, if you don't mind bringing me form 1403C so I can fill out the, your performance evaluations, we can be on your way. It's going to be a tough one to convince Captain Hollis himself of the Hand of Sorrow <laughs> of what's going on. Do you have some kind of trait that's that's relevant to this? Because this one's, this one's going to be tough. Oh, yeah. Not a problem. Um, let's see. Whenever it gets quiet up here, whatever's going on down there is brilliant. <laughs> My lucky charms. All right, so I have a trait sly. Okay. And I, under that, I have bluff. Sure. Um, and I have key of the daredevil, which I imagine this would be yeah. potentially a dangerous situation. The key of the dare, the key stuff is basically how you get experience, right? Yeah. Yeah, like when you hit those things, you get experience, which in a one shot is less. I understand, but I mean, I'm just tagging it because it is reckless. What's that by buy off, by the way? That means, uh, like, you can cross it off and then add a new one, so we probably won't be doing that. Yeah, but Sly and and Bluff sounds great. All right. So so I get one die just because I'm doing something. Yes, and I think it's all just, it's all six-sided dice, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And And then then, you're trying to get four, five, or six. All right, then I get one for Sly and then one for Bluff or just one for both? One for Sly, one for Bluff, and one because you're doing a thing. All right, so three total. So three. And I could add other dice if I wanted yes. to. Yes. Do I know how what my target is? So. Four, five, or six, and you're trying to get a certain number. That's yeah. what I mean. So yeah. it'll either be a four or five. I think just, I think this has to be a five. Okay. Just because this, be sounds, this sounds really tough to convince this guy of this. You know what? But it, We're going it in. could work. Are you using all of those? Sure. You're a, you're a madman. 
Ooh. It's a snargle. Alright. Snargle locked down for no one. Especially a human. And there's a lot of ones there. Yeah, but there's a five and a six. It's two. Hey, you got it. So, uh, he's like, huh, well, I, huh, huh, uh, um, form, the form was what, of course? Oh, 1401C. Uh, 1401C, hold on. And he reaches up to, a, like, a pipe that, like, pulls down as a hose, and he's like, uh, get me for, form, uh, for, for, 1401C, uh, post haste, uh, immediately. And you're like, no, that's not a cough, cough, that's it, shit, never, He's like, yes, 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 of course I know where it is. You, you bring it here. And, um, like, pretty soon, uh, uh, like a little page boy runs in and is like, Oh, sorry, sir. Oh, here you are. And he's like, Oh, of, of course, here's this, here's this form. I apologize for, uh, this, I, uh, oh, 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 boy. He turns into that character who's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Well, of course, obviously, this is all a mistake. And I, oh, here, come, my, to, my drawing room, of course, you can, we can fill it out there. There's no need to, uh, oh, oh, boy. Well, you'll be dealing with my secretary, of course. Oh, um, oh, but we don't need to. We don't need to. to <laughs> we don't need to deal with those things. Oh, but here, please, why don't we do this? And he's like, he's trying to like bring you to like this, uh, like almost like the office, the equivalent of like an officer's lounge kind of a thing. Of like, imagine, even though it's in a ship, it's like a big hunting lodge type thing. There's a big fire. There's some weird like. Space moose head over the um, <laughs> over the fireplace. There's lots of leather-bound books and big chairs with those things that I always forget what they're called in in them. That it's like, please sit down. It's made of rich um, space leather. It's so soft. <laughs> um, here. Nice to see you've been using your budget uh, effectively in here. Oh, I mean, as 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 you well know, I mean, this we we. We officers require, with with the stress that we're under, we, we require a, a, a certain degree of, of of relaxation. This is really all, all these are these are manuals, training manuals, all over. And yes, um, so here, why don't I pour you each a snifter of? What's the name of a fucking thing in this? Of Whitehorn brandy. Yes, of Whitehorn brandy and. I'll, we'll get you, get you back on your way. In fact, we'll even. I'll tell you, you, you the uh, uh, down in Bay Seven. Polish up that that ship. What? What? The, the name, of course, was the. No, 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 no. The sparrow. The, the sparrow. No, no, no. We can't polish the ship. Oh, dude. Oh, wow. I, we have other uh, missions. If we come up with a shiny ship, they'll know who we are. Oh well. You're I, not the first, and you're not the last stop here. Oh, I apologize. Sorry. Sorry for the plan on the ship. Oh no, no, no! Don't worry about it. Well, here, please. Uh, I don't mean to delay you any longer. Um, why don't you, um, please? Here, you know what? A bottle of Whitehorn brandy to go, and uh, and if you could tell, and if you could tell the fellas down in old Section G that Silas, or not Silas, that's your name. Hollis says hello and give them a little. They don't know what it means. I will do that, and also just so you know, this will go on your permanent record. So. This will be kudos to you. This will help you on your upcoming promotion yes, to yes. Um, whatever's next. Yes, absolutely. And he touch, he adjusts his like like seventy nine medals that he has on his jacket. <laughs> Vince has yes. gone from quite quietly trying to suppress a grin and covering his mouth to now jaw open, like he can't believe 
that that worked. He thought it was just imagine how Snarko feels. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a disrespectful joke or jape, and uh, now he's like, "Wow, this is working." Okay. Uh, and just so you know, I'm using the secret of Lucky Break. I'm keeping all the dice. All right. Damn. Okay. Otherwise, you have to take one of your dice out of the pool. All the ones I added would have been out. So I would have lost all my bonus dice Whoa, going forward. Okay. Nice. Yeah, what do the secrets do? I forget. So, so, oh, they're just like special powers that you have. Yeah, it just says once per session, you can yeah. keep your pool of dice when you succeed. Pretty good. All right. So pretty much you get it. The pool Freebie. Well, well, if I do, if I go all in, which is what yeah. I did. Yeah. And if you use the dice from your your pool of seven dice and you fail, you don't. You don't lose them. Only if you succeed. Yes. So you just get two advances, so you can like unlock two of the. Uh, so for, for future reference, like do do what the difficulty is like for example a five. Does that mean that everything that you'd have to have one die over a five? Yes. Or you have to have five hits. No, I think it's five hits. Yeah. Oh, it's five hits. Yeah. Roll all the dice you've gathered. Each die that shows a four or higher is a hit. Oh, yeah. Well, I told you Snargle was surprised he succeeded. Yeah, Snargle was so surprised. Snargle was so sly he fooled me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty good. Okay, so who are you posing as again? Like, are you posing as basically like a king? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) but then but then I turned it midway through and said we're inspecting, so which a king wouldn't do. So okay. Oh, I know how I'm going to turn this. So. We see like you guys being like like brought back to uh, to the the owl known as the sparrow, um, and and Captain Hollis being like, oh, absolutely, please, oh, here and again, again, my my sincerest apologies, Your Majesty. I I, I apologize so much, and uh, you guys don't say anything else about it. Oh, for- no, I mean stop. <laughs> puts his he puts his finger over his lips like mum's the word. Um, You're still talking. <laughs> so, anyway, so you guys get on the ship. Austin, just leave. Yeah, I just jump over the thing. <laughs> Finally, sweet release. No, the um, uh, you guys get back back on board the ship. Um, you see like the the bay doors open. The like little docking clamp thing kind of pushes you guys out and releases you, the ship. One elevator ride to hell. Yeah, exactly. Damn. You guys are in hell. Um, and. You're on your you're on your way, and I think. But totally pull a Princess Leia there and turn around and go like, "We didn't escape, darling. That was way too easy." We'll and probably put a tracking device on a ship. And in <laughs> fact, we hop back to we hop back to um, like like a lieutenant being like, like, Captain Ho- Captain Hollis. I'm, I apologize for. Uh, for for flagging that ship down and blah blah blah. I didn't know that it was. And he goes, he's like, "You idiot." That was nonsense. <laughs> Obviously, there's something bigger here. We have to follow them. Now that we know, like now that we know what's going on, we've got an idea of who's aboard the ship, and uh, like, like we'll we'll be on their tail. <laughs> Good thinking, you, Nat. Yeah. Let, um, uh, Kale, uh, get, go uh, check check around the ship. Make sure that there's nothing that they put on board or on the outside of our ship to track us. Yeah. You got it. And you, Snarl, help. I, do it good! <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. I, I have a suggestion as well. Um, since they are possibly thinking still that he's some sort of diplomatic envoy or, or um, noble among the goblins, we could take a detour into goblin space in that area where they're native. Um, we, could lose, we could lose them in the, uh, the mushroom You don't want to go to goblin space. 
Have you normally been to Goblin I, Space? Normally, no, I would never go to Goblin Space. <laughs> and that's no one in their right mind goes to Goblin Space. See? But in this situation, it may warrant it. But you are the captain, of course, so it's really your decision. Actually, he's the captain. No, I, I was talking to him. <laughs> I was looking at you while talking to me. It's, it's a normal thing. Yes, yes. Um, anyway, uh, so, yes, um... I think that we should uh, make our way, Snoggle, uh, set a course towards Nightport. You want to go towards Nightport or to Nightport? Well, towards because we're actually going towards the remnants, but we want to act like we're going, you know, fly casual. Oh, Snoggle can do that. <laughs> I think Kale's got like this uh, like whole weird... Um, like mechanical suit on, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go scrape those barnacles off." And just like dives out and starts trying to find this tracking device. Is that the suit with all the suction cups on it? You got it. Yeah, okay. You've you've seen it before. So I, well, I it imagine, might be a little messy. So I imagine a more gear uh, laden version of that thing that Ripley fights the alien in. Oh the yeah, aliens. perfect. Sure. But it's that. But you're like outside, being like, "What do I do here?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, um, so you're out there looking for something like that. Sure. Um, could you? This is going to be tough to find, but I think a mechanic could do it. But it will be, well, not extremely difficult. Um, no, for you it'll be easy. Oh. Yeah. So it's not it's not just a given, but I think as a mechanic and someone who's used to using this. Spacesuit barnacle scraper. Hmm. Yeah, you know how the captain makes you do that every couple days, so. Get the barnacles off my dinghy, boy. <laughs> Which is funny because you've never actually found one yet. One day, though, I'm gonna get it. One day, I'm gonna get that barnacle. It's it's a regular barnacle, but it talks. And it's like, hey, girl, what's up? <laughs> and you're like, stop it. And it's like, show you around here usually. <laughs> but Kale usually finds them, but that's like how he eats. That's yeah. like the only thing that's on the menu. So, oh. I imagine um, just a bunch of Muppet barnacles at this point. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, Jesus, we're back in your game. Let's see. Would this, would this be related to repair, maybe? Trying to think just of any of these terms. things that would uh, apply. Either repair is the only one that. Either repair or perhaps you're looking to see if they, in a way, sabotaged you. Oh, hey, there so we go. So I could see that. All right. Well, two. Two above four. Okay, so. Yes, you've noticed uh, these wily bastards. There is a wire that runs from your ship all the way just back to the hand of Sauron. <laughs> and it's like a tremendously long wire to where, like, you can't really see where they are. Like, they're off in the distance enough. Oh, it's like an anime wire where you only see it when Yeah, it like flashes. when the light glints yeah. on it enough. And we see just as you're like, you see, you see this thing and you've spotted it, and uh, we get back to Captain. Isn't like Hall. eating barnacles like a, uh, like an oyster. apple. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, then Captain Hollis is like, "That wire will lead us right to them." <laughs> Fools. Thanks for listening to This American Dice presents Lady Blackbird live from CondoCon 2022 in beautiful, sunny Orlando, Florida. This episode featured the voice talents of Jared as Lady Blackbird, Holly as Naomi Bishop. Brett as Snargle, Brad as Captain Cyrus Vance, and David as Kale Arkham. Austin was your Game Master and Accent Torturer. 
be sure to join us next Friday for another short episode continuing our adventures in the big, great, wide blue of Lady Blackbird. Thursday nights will be This American Monster. So, like, rate, review, subscribe, check us out, write your friends uh, that they should c come on and listen to the show, and suggest to other people that they should as, as well. Ha happy, happy birthday to everybody, and to all a good night. Good night. Hi there, I'm Calvin Piper, and this is the Wild Magic School Bus, the most unprofessional D&D podcast you will ever hear. Hi there, I'm Lucius Kane, and I don't know what unprofessional means. Excuse me, how can you call us unprofessional? Uh, Lucius, Ohiana, what are you guys doing here? Uh, where else would we be? Yeah, good point. Uh, could you keep it down, though? I'm recording a trailer real quick. Uh, each Monday... You can join the adventures as seven friends laugh, play, and tell the line of copyright infringement in the fantasy world of Talun Mall, a land divided between magic and man. Hold on, uh, are we just going to exclude lizards from that? Uh, no, Glyph, yes, and lizards. And robotic sidekicks that were once lizards? That's oddly specific, but sure. Now, before we go on, let me address the elephant dragon in the room. We are but one of many D&D podcasts in the world. What makes ours different? Yeah, especially since there are so many others. Yes, thank you, Zeph. Yeah, other ones that are probably, like, way better than this one. Yes, thank you, No Zeph. problem. Look, all I can say is we love D&D, and we love the fun it brings to sometimes a world that's not so fun. And we wanted to share that crazy, weird, and sometimes hilarious story with you. We'd love for you to join us. So follow along on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your shows, and listen to D&D the way it was meant to be endured. Okay, now, everyone on the bus. All right, all right. He's got to have a window seat or he's going to get sick. Hold on, did we grab the lion? Hey, uh, Zeph... What's, yeah. what's a podcast? Oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, Tabini, a uh, podcast is when, when a group of people love each other very much.